Welcome to Awakening Matters with your host, Cynthia Sloan. I am so very filled with light and joy and love to be here tonight talking to all of you and to be sharing with you so much, that which is said and unsaid with energy, vibration, and frequency. And so thank you for joining me tonight in your beautiful souls. And I'm going to share with you tonight that I'm going to be focusing on something different than than I had mentioned previously, but I am sure if we look for it, there's an intertwining and a connection to all subject matters because they all come from the same place of connectivity, meaning whether I'm talking about the embodiment of something or the spiritual awakening or I'm talking about um, and sharing experiences, which I'm going to do, or really touching on um, any subject matter. It is all connected to what was, what is, and what can be. Um, And so I say to you that if you are here and you are tuning in, that there is definitely a reason and a purpose, and that I am talking with you about something that you have contemplated either now or previously. And so what has come to the surface, I don't prepare for these dialogues um, at all. In fact, when I um, pick up the, uh, the monitor to start, that's when I know what is going to come through because I want it to be as um, aligned and as balanced for the consciousness that has gathered to listen to it as possible. So there's a very strong um, desire on the part of spirit. What does that mean? It means your spirit guides, your spiritual counsel, your higher self, as well as my own, to very much focus on uh, the discussion and contemplation and um If it resonates for you, if it doesn't, move on to the next subject, of course. And as always, this is my, um, with my spirit council and my own self and my higher self, this is my perspective and I'm just sharing it with you. And if it empowers you or if it offers you healing or light or joy or anything that you are needing, then make it your own. But so today I'm really focusing on um, trauma and events that feel so um, sometimes out of our control and leave us feeling, um, and again, I'm sharing from my perspective, might not be how you deal with trauma or how you deal with um, experiences of in, an intense nature. But in our humanity as a whole, there is fear when um, trauma occurs. And that fear instinctively kicks in. Um, and I'm talking, it can be physical trauma, emotional trauma, uh, vibrational trauma. It can be an energy trauma to your entire body or your life. But nonetheless, uh, the response can be feel traumatic or even the event is uh, traumatic and that maybe it is both. And so with that, there is an immediate launch sequence, if you will, that the body releases for self-preservation. It's not even just about you. It's about the cells feeling the intensity of that trauma, whatever the trauma is, and sending out what is needed in that moment um, for the cells to survive. And um, and so that is often felt as adrenaline or it's often felt as a quickening or an increased um, life force or mana, um, however you refer to it. And so what I'm saying to you is that along with that increased, emotional body, mental body, physical body, maybe all three in relationship 
to what's transpiring, as I look back on my past, and not only my past, but the past of the history of trauma itself in a direct alignment in relationship to humanity, um, I am being shown literally, visually, as well as right now, even while talking to you, I'm being shown the electromagnetic field and the hologram of trauma through the ages. And so what I am noticing is that um, trauma not only calls forth this inner adrenaline, but it also, once you get through that trauma, um, that adrenaline might be there, but there's also a very strong more often than not, um, illusion, and yes, I did say illusion in relationship to trauma, and there's a reason for it, but often there is an illusion of loss. There is an illusion, meaning there's a, a, a feeling that through the trauma, the trauma has taken something from you um, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, energetically, physically, that that trauma has taken something from you. And um, we all have our journeys and we all have our awakenings through our journey. And what I've come to realize is through my own journey, which is the only one that I can and should be speaking on, that my own journey has revealed to me um, that through my own traumas throughout my life, what I've come to know is that that trauma occurred not only due to an outside individual causing that trauma, but I've also seen that my response to whatever that trauma was added to uh, the trauma itself. So my perspective, my emotional understanding at the time, what I wasn't taking into account, what I wasn't seeing, what I wasn't um, understanding or getting, or my perspective was limited, um, whatever the reason that wishing and hoping and wanting it to be different way later on. So I'm talking about my past, past, past. So way later on, um, or maybe not so far back, but regardless, what I've come to understand is that, um, at some point in your journey, you will come to thank those traumas because you will come to understand with such clarity, compassion for yourself, and a love so infinite, timeless, and ageless that those trauma moments, whether they're emotional or otherwise, become a way for you as a soul to recognize um, where you were and where you are now and the soul evolution and the growth and the awakening that has taken place. And that you may have gone from desiring that, um, that, okay, so I was in a long-term marriage. And that long-term marriage, what I realized, um, a great deal of that long-term marriage that I was doing everything that I could not only to make that other person happy, but that um, I felt that that person's happiness would be my happiness. Their fullness would be my fullness. Their um, comfortability would be my comfortability and so on and so forth. And the truth of the matter is, the knowing that if you haven't yet fully acknowledged, I am here sharing that with you. And if you're going, yes, I know, I celebrate you. I celebrate that for you. But what I came to know much later on, um, and not just with the long-term relationship as an example, but just with people in general, with other humans in your life, that it is not their responsibility nor their capability to sustain you. 
They can make you, let's say they make you happy, quote unquote, under make. Let's say they mirror to you what that you can be happy. Let's say they mirror to you that you can feel content. Let's say they mirror to you and you're feeling all these things. But when your focus, and mine did, became too much the other person and I stopped existing, and then because of that, you focus on the other person as your survival and you, you become focused on the desire for their input to sustain you, it's already out of balance because somebody very, very wise and that I'm extremely grateful for in my life, her name is Kathy, said to me tonight, um, when you compare, both comparisons fail. So both lose. So when, when you compare yourself to another, both, and forgive me, Kathy, if you're listening and I'm quoting you incorrectly, but I'm going to share more detail, and that is when you compare yourself to another, both lose. And um, that's so incredibly truthful and so incredibly impactful. So I say this to you because you, if you are looking at the world stage and you are wanting it to become something else, regardless of where you stand and what your life experience in it is, and you're wanting it to become something else so that you can then feel peace, so you can then feel empowerment, so you can then feel joy. I am saying to you, whether it is the world stage or whether it is this stage of your life, you must become the very thing that you are seeking for another to see within you or, or and both, you must become or fall deeply in love with yourself in order for another to fall deeply in love with you. You must be extremely kind to yourself in order for another to be kind to you, and so on and so forth. Why am I saying that? Because what I've come to embody and truly know, for me, it doesn't have to be anyone else's truth, but is a deep, deep awakening and knowing that whether it is in a relationship or whether it is just a passerby that you are saying hello to or somebody that you see in the coffee line every day, et cetera. Um, So it can be everything to you in your life or it can just be a portion of your life that you experience um, often. That if you want to bring into your life a level of kindness, treat yourself that way. A level of unconditional love where you are celebrated for not only who you are, but how you are, and that you are thriving or just simply that you are breathing, whatever your journey is and wherever you are in your journey. You must look at yourself in that sense of awe. You must look at yourself with that sense of wonder, appreciation, and gratitude. Gratitude is, again, something Kathy said to me. Gratitude is the greatest place of freedom. And so I say to you that whether it's Kathy's truth and it resonates with me or somebody else's truth and it resonates with them, the gratitude you have for yourself creates a level of fullness, not where you don't care anymore about others, but where you're no longer relying on them to fulfill you, even if you are unconscious of it, which I certainly was for a very long time. And I say to you that you can be an incredible teacher. You can be an incredible healer. You can even heal yourself. 
as I have from many, many physical imbalances and still have um, a part of your humanity to heal, to embrace, to look at, to fall in love with, and to free. Um, it's not all at once because this life journey is one that um, many things unfold when they should and how they should, and you're either available to them or they come back around. And so I am infinitely blessed, um, not only by the people in my life, but I am infinitely blessed to appreciate not only who I am, but how I am, and to have that be enough, to not necessarily, I'm not saying I don't, uh, how do I put this? I'm not saying you don't need to like, okay, I love myself. I think I'm great and I don't need anybody else in my life. No, we're here to love each other and to like each other and to, um, play and have fun. And so with that said, and to grow, we're here to help each other grow. And we're here to know that if somebody is judging you, if somebody is talking negatively about you to others, if somebody does not have your greatest good at heart, it's because they don't like themselves. They don't have love for themselves. They are in a place of beating themselves up. And so that's what they're going to relate to. And so I say to you, um, I'm not saying to you by any means, um, accept abuse and lay down and, and just get walked on. No, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying to you is let's not even attract that. Do you feel powerless in your life? And if you do, then I'm saying to you, there is a power that dwells within you that loves you so much that you accepting that love um, that you are a part of yourself. Let me give you an example that I gave somebody today. If there's a part of you existing in every other human being around the world and you want to create world peace, start loving yourself and offering you peace and joy and well-being and unconditional love, then every single other person around the world that is connected to that part of you that dwells within them will start to receive that within their energy body, their auric field, their, their um, hall of records, their plane of demonstration, all of that, their body of work. And so, again, if you want to be the change in your, if you want your world to change, then there's that saying, be the change. But I'm saying it to you in a way, energetically and vibrationally, call out the energy of love and allow it into your life, not from another person that can give it to you. And then when they disagree with you, take it away. That can give it to you. And then when they are angry or rageful, um, turn other people against you. No, you don't need to participate in that dance. You can be at peace and know that as you dance with yourself and truly start appreciating not only who you are, but that you are and loving yourself unconditionally and stopping the old tapes that you have received from past relationships or from your parents or from school or what have you, um, and start replacing them with positive tapes that play over in your head. But then your entire energy body, blood flow, even your health, literally shift and everything that was representing distortion dissolves, completely dissolves. And all of a sudden, you are hearing, I am so very blessed, you are hearing weekly, if not more often, people are drawn to your light. 
They don't even know why, but they're saying to you, your light, your light, it's so beautiful, it's so bright. People you don't even know that you've never met before are coming up to you in supermarkets, in all kinds of different settings and saying to you, they can't stop staring at you, one, and two, when you, well, I'll speak for myself, when I see somebody staring at me now, I I feel the love within me and I expand it beyond me. And then they approach me and they say, I, I, I don't know why or what it is, but I, I, all I can call it is light. But who are you? You know, and so what I'm saying to you is when somebody asks me that, I say, I am you. Who are you? I am you. I am the version of you that loves you unconditionally, that sees you as whole, complete, and healed, and experiencing the grandest and greatest version of what you want. And so take the opportunity to know that the light and the love that you feel for yourself, the gratitude and the ability to embody an energy and a knowing within you that you are a part of something so much bigger, that you aren't separate. And if you're lonely right now, I say to you, you are surrounded by light beings that from the moment you were born to the moment you pass are walking with you. You may not feel them, see them, or even care. Maybe you're in a depressive state, but they are with you regardless of how you're feeling because their higher purpose is served by being of service to you. And whether that is whatever you're feeling that particular day or wherever your journey is at, their purpose is to unconditionally love you, support you, hold you up, and remind you that you are loved. And so I'm saying to you that if you are in a relationship or a friendship or a work issue, and yes, I just said work issue, if you are even in a, um office situation where you are in a work issue where um, there is severe um, emotional, even verbal breakdown, you can, instead of focusing on having your truth heard, instead of focusing on setting the record straight, instead of focusing on uh, fighting, and is any of that wrong? No. Of course you want to be seen in the true light of who you are, but first, and every morning before you get up and go to work, embody a appreciation and a gratitude and a unconditional love for yourself, and then you will see when you get to your workplace, that intensity that would engage you, that would trigger you, maybe their intensity is there, maybe it's lessened, but their ability to trigger you and to affect you has diminished tremendously. And if you make it your own, maybe you need to do that in the afternoon, maybe you need to focus on the fact that every time a negative comes up in you, maybe about yourself, maybe about the other people at work, that you internally, with your inside voice, turn it into an empowering positive. As an example, that you say to yourself, I am free of these people's opinions. I know my truth. I stand with it, and I do so from a place of love, not from a place of aggression, or from a place of fighting. Because see, if you don't meet that energy at that level, you go beyond it. And therefore, it it has the, the impetus to literally, vibrationally, um, electromagnetically, um, and the science of not only you, but your light body and your physical body start to experiencing they start to experience a calm, kind of a uh, relaxation that they're not going to work to be attacked. Does that mean that attack is stopping? 
maybe not yet, but it does mean that you're not going to work with the mindset of I'm going to be attacked. You're going to work with no matter what comes my way today, I am free, I know my truth, and the end result is I trust in myself that it will be heard. If you need it to be heard, and certainly in a workspace, you might absolutely have to do that. Now, when you go into your personal life outside of work, that might be a different scenario. All the scenarios are different, and the opportunity is, and it's across the board, and that's what I love about this higher truth, and that is it doesn't matter if it's work, family, friendship, relationship. It doesn't matter the context of the type of interaction that you're having. I'll even go as far as to say it can even be something in your home that's not working right, and all of a sudden you detach from focusing on it's not working right and I have to get it to work. You detach from fueling the constant energy of it's not working right to stepping away and saying, this will be taken care of. Not just, it'll be taken care of so I won't call the um, company to come fix it, but I'm not going to be in a panic until they arrive, or I'm not going to fuel the negative or the relationship with that moment continuously uh, as a negative until they arrive. Because then when they do arrive, they might find they're working with a much bigger problem than they were before. So, yes, I am saying you impact your environment. You impact your environment to the degree and in a way that later on you might have complete and total clarity and maybe even wish that you had made different decisions about work or anything in your life prior to the moment where you realize, wait, I have so much more power than I realize, and I've been draining myself. I've been focusing on the hate people have for me. I've been focusing on um, the negativity people have. I've been focusing on maybe even being liked by this person, that person, or this or that. And all of that is putting your energy outside of you. And I'm talking about you aligning with yourself internally. And I want you to sit with that for a minute, that if you aligned with yourself internally, that you might feel calm in the face of change. You might feel peace in the face of knowing that right now as I speak or right now as you speak or don't speak, meaning you're listening, that you know that you're dealing with a severe situation or that you're dealing with um, a situation where your voice has not been heard and it will never be heard because they don't give you the platform. They just try, they just prefer to use you and they would prefer, because it's easier, to use you, make you the fall guy, make you the bad guy, instead of bringing complete and total healing and peace where all parties are heard and a healing transpires. Maybe that's what's happening in your workspace and you don't feel heard. And so if you can step back from all of that and focus on that you are a part of the universe, that your presence here, the day that you arrived here, in physical form, that right there in that moment, you were enough and continue to be enough. And even if you have all the people in your life prior till now, or now, or maybe just you in your life, that you're, maybe they've been judging you, etc., I say to you, Put the opportunity in front of you of self-acceptance, not that their truth becomes your own, but that you really find out who you are, how you are, that you are truthful with yourself, and that you are most importantly calling forth a unconditional love to envelop you, to embody, 
and to allow yourself to be in with yourself and towards yourself and a gratitude about that. I can tell you without any hesitation, even after the life that I have lived and everything that I have gone through, and I know that every single human being on the face of this earth can say, even after the life that I have lived and everything I have gone through, that is true for everybody. Everybody, regardless of where you are at in your life. But that after, right now, at 57, after everything that I've been through, I thank all those experiences and I thank myself, most importantly, for bringing myself back home internally and for giving myself what I had given to so many for so long and that I finally was able and continue to be in alignment with the greater truth, which is I accept the unseen and unheard but very much felt unconditional love being sent to me from the universe, my guides, my teachers. I accept that and I accept the gratitude I feel. I accept the forgiveness I have offered even those that I have not spoken to verbally, but I have forgiven them because I have forgiven myself. You see, it's very difficult to forgive another without forgiving yourself because you don't fully let go of that energy, whatever it is that you're holding on to and you haven't forgiven, until you can forgive yourself. And you deserve to forgive yourself if you are able to and ready and willing to forgive another. That is a sign to you from the Most High that forgiving yourself is about freeing yourself and whatever has been holding you back from being the greatest and grandest version of yourself, from feeling free in this world, from feeling not from feeling free, but feeling free in this world and feeling a joy and a sense of wholeness and peace that is otherworldly. And I only say it's otherworldly because it goes far beyond relationships. It goes far beyond anything on the physical dimension that could fill you up or fulfill that for you. So you recognize and remember, you become a member again, that you are part of a universal heartbeat and that you can forgive yourself for participating in experiences that have left you, meaning myself, I forgave myself for putting myself in experiences that left me feeling pain and left me feeling unheard, unseen, uncommunicated with, and my truth being thrown away or buried. And so I forgave myself for participating in all of those experiences. Anyone in my life that I would forgive, I forgave myself first. And I felt a shift in me that I can only pay it forward and pass it on to you, to all of you. I see your texts coming through. Thank you. Um, That you pay it forward. Now, does it mean that all of a sudden your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, your principal, your boss is all of a sudden going to get you and you're not going to have to struggle? No, I'm not saying that. I am saying, though, you are filled with an appreciation and a light so strong and a love so pure and a clarity based on a truth that goes far beyond the people in your life that all of a sudden you feel compassion, you feel understanding, you feel 
a sense of um, creating a bridge, but it's not a physical bridge. I can say to you that you might find yourself reaching out to others and creating that bridge, or you might just create an energy bridge. And reaching out is not needed at all because you have connected with who the person is on a pure soul level. You've bypassed the mental chatter and you've gone directly to the soul. And right there between you and the soul of that person, there has been forgiveness. If you offer yourself forgiveness energetically or just intentionally holding that in your mind's eye or in your heart, I would say more so, that if you forgive yourself for participating in anything that could cause you pain, that then you can offer the energy of that person forgiveness as well, and it can be authentic. How do you know it's authentic? Because when you think about that person, well, I'll only speak for myself. When I think about the people in my life, in my past, I only feel love. When I think about the people in my life and my past, I only feel compassion. Um, I feel clarity. And I also have deep understanding. And so I can say to you that because it's true for me, that it may be true for you. Or because you are on a different path, you may experience different um, results. But nonetheless, those that... So what I am saying is that you are connected to a divine vibrational frequency and energy that communicates with your cells, your body, and everything that lives, and it's all based in love. And so then when you join that vibrational frequency of love, once again, nature loving itself, the sky nation, the earth plane, Species of all different kinds are communicating in love. They're not communicating in hate. They're communicating in light. They're not communicating in darkness. So when you join the conversation of light and love, you align yourself to peace and creativity. You align yourself to the desire to create, the desire to connect, the desire to never again be anything but kind and loving and gentle and unconditional towards yourself. Knowing that if that is authentic and true and you are, you are embodying that and living that, when you... Now, does that mean you have to have people in your life that you don't like? Not at all. Does it mean you have to have people in your life that abused you? Not at all. It means that you are more apt to make decisions about who's in your life based on the light and the love you feel. And you're giving yourself permission now to choose who's in your life versus who's ever in my life. It's because they showed up, I guess. And so, so they're in my life. So you start to create a, um, very loving but strong truth of who you want in your life and how you want them to be. And especially if you're embodying love, light, gratitude, and wellness within you first, then you will absolutely feel the opposite of that by those around you if they are embodying or more comfortable leaning towards the opposite of love, well-being, etc., you will feel like I don't either you'll feel it really strong like whoa, that's intense or you'll feel like no, I don't know why but I'm just not resonating with that person or I don't feel attracted to being around them. Um And so that can be because of the new, or I would say it's always lived within you in alignment to your guides loving you, your loved ones on the other side loving you, and now you loving yourself, that now that creates maybe for you, or maybe you've loved yourself your whole life, and if that's the truth, I celebrate you and what a teacher you are.
That's amazing. Um, but the awakening for others, for myself and others, has been from a shift of loving myself through spirit, but experiencing the duality through humanity, and now coming full circle into oneness and alignment of body, mind, and spirit as one, expressing from love and doing so with strong boundaries. Strong boundaries of light, strong boundaries of love. So boundaries don't have to be negative. They absolutely are positive, especially if they're being utilized through the desire to cultivate positive and healthy experiences, not just relationships or connections, just experiences in general for you with yourself in your life. So if you feel like in your life you have felt powerless or you just keep experiencing the same thing over and over or you don't feel heard or you feel used and trampled on or you feel like your voice just isn't heard, etc. I say to you, go within. Maybe you haven't been listening to your voice. Maybe it's time to start using your voice to help guide you back to yourself from a place of such love. And you might cry or feel tears and you may feel um, literally a renewal uh, within you and even health-wise, like I was saying as well earlier. And that's not the focus really. I mean, it can be your focus. Make it your own, but the focus is not where do I come from, meaning my family, but where do I come from, maybe maybe if this resonates, you use it if, if it resonates. Where do I come from before that? And if there's a negative story I've been told about where I come from before that or a fear-based story that I've been told about where I come from before I'm in body, um, Maybe I can contemplate it and really ask my heart, am I a good person? Yes. Am I a lovable person? Yes. Am I a, um, am I a person that can heal and forgive? Yes. And am I a person that can um, embody a resurgence or a rebirth or whatever word you want to put on it to myself, not another, but to myself internally and maybe even quietly in the stillness of being. Yes, you can. And do you have support to do that? Yes, you do. You have guides and angels, whether known or unknown to you, whether felt or not felt, whether seen or unseen, that have been with you before you even got here, are with you throughout your whole journey and will return with you as well to your experience out of body, out of time, uh, kind of a free-flowing space of timelessness. And I know this because I've been on the other side and I very much will never forget that timelessness that I experienced. And so I say to you, if your heart is breaking and you have certain people that you, oh, I can feel some of you. Oh, if you have certain people in your life that you wish could see you and hear you and really get you and understand where you're coming from and, and they're not or they have offered, they have projected onto you how they do not love themselves and they have made it about you, you do not have to make it right with them, but what you can do is start to embody a higher love, universal love, love of nature, love of unconditional love of your pet or um, a spiritual love, whatever resonates with you. It is there. It is there. Why do I know it's there? Well, I'm absolutely the embodiment of it, but I also know it's there 
because you're here. And if you are here in body, you are being loved. And that love is accessible. And of course, we want to experience, with, uh, experience it with other people and we want to celebrate it. We want to enjoy it, etc. Um, and what I will tell you that I am finding and others that are similar, you start to embody that self-love, appreciation, gratitude, and freedom. You start to attract what you always desired. But now you are embodying it for yourself and you don't rely on it coming from people or a person, um, except we all want people and a person in our life, but you embody it differently now in a way that you feel fullness. And so the relationship or the friendship or the connections can authentically be what they were meant to be. And um, you have to forgive yourself for the rest. I mean, authentically go in and forgive yourself. Offer yourself the apology or forgiveness you wish another would offer you. Offer it to yourself. And know that when you do that, you shift and realign your electromagnetic fields. So you are a physical body, but you are made up of so much more. And when you shift your thinking, you, your chakras, your energy centers shift as well, and your light body shifts. And all of a sudden, what was maybe um, distracted or even contracted can shine at the strongest capacity that it was meant to. But it's shining for you and through you. And so your desire for others to be a certain way for you is no longer as strong. However, because you are loving yourself fully and completely, you do have boundaries and you do require people in your life, um, again, whether it's work, school, friends, relationship, parents, siblings, etc., to, I mean, you will always desire to be treated fairly kind and um, in balance. But now you are the, the trauma, which I started off talking about, of not being met at that level is no longer there. There's a healing that takes place. Oh, my God, such a healing. And you are able to maybe accept people for where they're at um, also tell other people you no longer are, you're okay with them being maybe in the periphery of your life, but no longer in the center of your life. I mean, so many different relationships and things will need to change, but you were wanting them to change anyway. But instead of you putting your peace, peace of mind, peace of soul, peace of heart, peace of being on hold until it did change, you are embodying and being a mirror of what's possible to the change itself. You become a mirror of what's possible because you're embodying it and you inform the change itself instead of waiting for it. And so I say to you today, you come from love, you will return to love. And in the in between time, we have so many stages of learning, of growing, of changing, of realizing, of awakening. And what's so important is please, please, please stop being mad at yourself. Stop judging yourself. Stop feeling that you um, are less than because you didn't do it perfectly all the time. That's not going to happen. And if people in your life are judging you because you were not perfect all the time, I can guarantee you they are not perfect all the time either. So forgive yourself. And if they are not asking for forgiveness or if they are still holding you hostage, so to speak, emotionally, mentally, or on any other level, um, Forgive yourself for allowing that pain 
and mirror to them while creating a very healthy boundary about what you will and won't take on anymore. Now, do you have to tell that to them? It's up to you. You can, again, do it energetically. You're speaking from your energy body straight to their soul energy body, and you're just saying no more hate, no more judgment, no more negativity. I choose the opposite of that, and may I be a mirror to your soul, and so the change can happen, so that the change can happen. And so I thank you all for tuning in tonight, and I send you so much love and blessings and gratitude for your presence here tonight, both in body and out of body. And I welcome you to join me in two weeks when I do go back to the originating topic, which was Parallel Lives. And I really talk about the science of Parallel Lives and how that could possibly be, and what it looks like and feels like, etc., and really give you some examples of individuals as well as myself and the experiences that maybe you have had or are having that can bring greater light and clarity for you. And so... I bless you on your awakening. Awakening does matter. And until two weeks from now, I send you love.